This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rams Talk Preview podcast. Um, joining me this week, I've got a very special guest. I've got Derek Clark, uh, Bolton's commentator on Bolton FM and uh, Bolton I Follow. I'm going to go through this weekend's game against Bolton as they come to Pride Park. Uh, Derek, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you, Callum. Looking forward to the game on Saturday. Uh, we're just talking off here. There, I just hope there's a bit more action than what we've seen a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, stalemate, I think, uh, is probably the yeah. nicest way of putting that. Um, just Looking at that game, um, do you see that game repeating itself or do you see both teams obviously improving and, and going from there with both teams in form? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? They are both in form. Uh, Bolton have been really resolute of late. They've only conceded once in, in their last eight games, which, which is quite incredible. Um, so uh, they are a tough nut to crack defensively. Uh, going forward, they've changed things a little bit with... Uh, uh, a new signing and one player I'm sure we'll talk about uh, potentially leaving the building as well. But uh, yeah, it was it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to call. It probably will end up no no. I think they're both evenly matched teams, uh, I've got to say. Um, I think Paul Bonson a cracking job with you boys and uh, Ian Everett likewise at, at Bolton. And I, totally, I fully expect uh, the both teams to be round about those uh, playoff positions come, come the end of the season. But yeah, looking forward to the game at, at the weekend. Uh, as I mentioned, as I said there, I don't think there's much to choose between the both of them. Um, so it should make for a for a, a right cracking game. No, no, you're spot on. Um, is, is it your first time at Pro Park in a, in a long, long while? Or? It's not, actually. I've been before and incidentally, I was there when uh, Derby beat, in fact, I think I've been twice. Derby beat Bolton 3-0, I'm sure it was. I'm sure um, Tom Lawrence scored back, if I remember. It was when uh, Phil Parkinson, I'm sure, was in charge of Bolton. Uh, a good few years ago now. I think I was there for, for Talk Sport at the time. Um, but Derby won on that occasion and, and they were really good. I was really impressed by them. Um, but uh, yeah, this is, I've been before. Great stadium. Love going there. They're always treated well, the press and all that. So uh, yeah, looking forward to going again. No, it should be it should be a cracker. And uh, as we were mentioning uh, just before we uh, came on, um, both teams are in form. Um, obviously, you guys are just just right behind us, uh, both level on points um, and in the playoff positions. Um, obviously, you guys are un- unbeaten uh, going into into this game. Um, I think I've got it down as unbeaten in eight games in all competitions. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, and you look at that with uh, Derby's unbeaten in, in 17, both teams are coming in hot form. Um, yeah. And like we were saying, someone's 
loss has got to come at some point. Do you, do you see that uh, coming this weekend and uh, the form taking apart in that? Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a tough one to call, I would say. Um, Bolton's last defeat was was at Shrewsbury, uh, and it was a real. Uh, how they lost that game, I, I'll never know because they looked. They came from behind and they, they got their noses in front, and then they went on and, and lost the game uh, late on, which was uh, quite something. You know, if it wasn't best, please after that, I can tell you. But since then, they've been rock solid. They're not conceding any goals uh, as such. I think the one sort of blip in that that unbeaten run if you like was uh the, the draw away to uh lincoln city lincoln were reduced to 10 men and you're thinking to yourself go on and, and win the game bolton but uh, they had to settle for a for a point in that one but they're playing really well at the moment uh the match at the weekend they just blew portsmouth away and i know their manager list at the moment but they still get some decent players portsmouth's and uh they weren't really in, in the contest really so uh, they're looking good. The Plymouth game as well recently, of course, league leaders. They should have won that game also. They had enough chances to win. Uh, Plymouth just defended for their lives and their goalkeeper was in fine form as well. Um, so they're unfortunate on that occasion. But Derby under Paul Warren, he knows how to get teams out of this division, doesn't he? And he's really got Derby motoring. So uh, I think it's got a draw written all over, over it. <laughs> I think I'd take a draw, to be honest, at, at this point. Uh, uh, I think uh, the Bolton supporters that will be heading down there and the numbers will, will happily take a point, I'm sure, uh, against Derby and then, and then move on from there. I'm not entirely sure how the, how the Derby fans uh, see it, but um, certainly uh, the Bolton supporters, I think a, a point anywhere away from home, I think, in League One is a, a decent result, I'd say. No, no, I think, uh, as you were saying, I think Derby fans are looking at it uh, and, and us guys with uh, uh, the podcast uh, are looking at it going, this is uh, probably one of our biggest tests of, of late. Um, we've gone away to a couple of the teams um, at the lower end of the table and um, other than the cup game against Barnsley, and we're looking at this one being the the, the league um, game that I think we really need to get a win to really put a statement out there. Yeah. Um, and like, as, you, as you mentioned uh, there, you looked at um, the, the game against Pompey at the weekend, 3-0 against Pompey with three of your players ending up in the team of the week for League One, uh, Tolley and Charles. Um, was that just a, a one-sided affair or was it a quite hard-fought contestant? And how well did these three players play? And do you see that going into the same uh, for against Derby? Yeah, I think yeah, Bolton were fully deserving of, of the win, I've got to say. Um, Owen Toll has been a revelation. They bought him from uh, Derry City in, in the League Island in, in the summertime. Uh, and he'd, obviously, the, the League Island over there, the season timings are different. So he'd already played a handful of games, played in Europe for Derry. And he came over to Bolton, had a little injury and, and had to get up to speed and up to the... Uh, the fast paced of uh, League One football, and since he's come into the side, largely down to injury, an injury to, to Gethin Jones, the vice captain, who's been out for some time, uh, and uh, Rico Santos, the captain who was out, who's actually hospitalised uh, with a virus uh, for a, a good number of weeks. So uh, he's just slowly been recovering and coming back into the side. But um, yeah, he was thrown in, and he's been a revelation, to be honest with you. He's uh, <laughs> Uh, he's he's got a fantastic engine on him. He scored a beauty of a goal at the weekend, a real striker's finish, uh, caressed into the back of the net, a real good team goal. Um, and he's well-deserving of his place in, in the team of the week. I've uh, been really impressed, as have all the Bolton fans, uh, with him. Defensively, one-on-one, he's really good. Uh, and they've really uh, won a watch, I think, with him. In fact, it was Owen Doyle, who their former striker, who went over to the Liga Island. And, and uh, he's actually... Uh, doing a bit of a scouting role over there for Bolton, and then he identified him as a player that they should go for, and he's certainly coming up trumps. 
Kieran Lee is Kieran Lee. He's a Rolls Royce of a player, uh, especially. Uh, still find it hard to believe how Bolton managed to get him in League Two. Uh, the reason being, I think he, he was injured more often than not at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but Bolton, when he's on his game, he, he's absolutely sublime. Uh, he's actually captain the side uh, lately with obviously the absence of, of the two players I just mentioned. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, deserving of, of his place uh, in there uh, as well. And there's a host of players that are really on top form at the moment. Dion Charles, of course, uh, is looking back to his best up top and scoring goals. Uh, he's the top scorer this season with 12, but he really should have double the amount of goals because uh, the amount of chances that uh, Bolton create uh, that he hasn't taken. And that's that's been the sort of story of the season so far, Callum, is uh, not taking chances, not putting teams away, and they have dropped points as a result of that. So um, they'll have to take their chances on Saturday um, because Derby, of course, have got players on their side that, that, can, that can punish Bolton. No, no, I think uh, you're right. Um, I think both teams have been kind of at fault for not putting teams to, and games to bed. I mean, we nearly came uh, unstuck uh, last weekend against Ch- uh, Cheltenham um, by not putting out a couple of chances away and, and nearly let them back into the game. Um, so, so no, do you, do you see that really being the defining factor this weekend um, with which team can put those chances away? Um, and because I can see them really coming few and far between with how resolute both defences have been. Yeah, I would say so. Um that's it's something that we've uh, we've put to the Bolton manager, especially this month. Of course, it's been a transfer window if you would look to strengthen um just to add a bit more firepower in there. Um and he seems happy with what he's got. Of course, he's brought in Daniel Lindelow from uh, Cheltenham uh, on loan from Southampton, of course, and I was impressed when he came on. Uh, at the weekend. Unfortunately, it was because uh, Yon Daddy Bidvarsen went off injured and that's been the story of his Bolton career, unfortunately, as uh, he gets uh, up ahead of steam and then he gets injured again. Um, so it remains to be seen if he'll be available for the game. I doubt it. Um, I think he, he's got some swelling on his ankle, if, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I doubt he's going to feature, which will be a big blow for Bolton because uh, he's probably the best out-and-out striker that they have at, at the club. But uh, without him, I'd imagine it'll be Charles and, and Lindelou are probably that'll that'll lead the attack uh, up top. But yeah, they'll certainly need to take their chances um, because they are uh, a bit wasteful in front of goal at times, uh, Bolton. Um, uh, so they do create opportunities, but it's just putting them away. Like I say, the Plymouth game recently, um, they were just defending for their lives. Plymouth they did really well in terms of just uh, shutting up shop when the goalkeeper had one of those games where he could be playing for... Uh, 700 days and you'd still not score. So <laughs> I think it'll be crucial. Uh, but like Dar- Darby coming up against a Bolton team, as I mentioned, they're defensively Bolton are, are one of the best in the league, if not the best, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of goals conceded. So, uh, and it's it's amazing because, like I said, no Santos, no Gethin Jones in the team. Um, so it's pretty much a makeshift back three that, that they play, that they've brought in. Will Ameson at the heart of it, who's come in, uh, not necessarily from nowhere, but he was a bit part player prior to uh, is run of games just now and he really is leading by example. George Johnson, who for me is Bolton's player of the year this season, uh, he's been absolutely sensational for me uh, and on toll, as we touched on as well, has really uh, uh, grew into the role and, and looks a, a class act in there. So, um, yeah, robust uh, defence at the moment. So it's, it's one of those ones, uh, you, if any chances are created, then it's up to the strikers to take them. 
No, no, and you were you, you were alluding to there. Um, I was looking into Bolton's uh, starting lineup for the last few weeks, and you were saying it's quite a makeshift defence that you guys have got, and, and it's very similar to us, to be fair, with uh, our back four with the full-backs being midfielders and, and yeah. a left back playing at centre back. So um, I think both yeah. managers have got to have immense credit in terms of having so such resolute defences with yeah. not having those players in in their key positions. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and it's. Uh... Yeah, they take great pride, especially Bolton. We asked uh, asked Ian Everett about uh, the clean sheet record, and he says he's still annoyed at that goal they lost at Lincoln City. Uh, being a former <laughs> centre half himself, uh, he, he takes great pride in, in clean sheets. As does uh, the other players as well that we speak to. We spoke to Will Ameson at the weekend, and uh, it's something that they treat it like a goal if if they can get a clean sheet. So um, they really take defence the defensive work uh, really seriously and I mean never even touched on the goalkeeper James Trafford who has been a revelation for Bolton as well uh, whether they can keep him past the summer uh, I doubt uh, I think they've got a good chance if they get promoted to the championship perhaps but there will be teams sniffing about him uh, because he's been uh, absolutely brilliant for Bolton as well uh, and just uh, 19, 20 years of age if I'm not mistaken so uh, a real young lad but you can see why he's on the books uh, Manchester City uh, and the two wing backs for Bolton. Uh, Connor Bradley is another one. Uh, you can see why uh, he's he's been brought through at Liverpool. I can, in fact, the manager said he can see him playing for Liverpool uh, very soon. He's that good. Um, he's he's another one where the manager said he never said that will get no chance of keeping him past this season unless they get promoted as well. And you can see why he looks a level above. To be honest with you, um, on the left hand side they brought in Randell Williams from. Uh, Hull City wasn't getting a game at Hull, uh, but he looks really good on that, that left-hand side, and he's got a, a long throw, which surprised everyone, even the manager in, in his first game. Uh, he said he didn't know he had that in his locker. Uh, but whether Bolton can take advantage of that remains to be seen, because aerially, uh, balls into the box, corners, set pieces, generally they don't come to anything. Um, the deliveries really have to have to improve, uh, and they've got such great height and great physicality in, in their side, uh, Callum, but... They, they, Defensively, they're good and getting balls clear from from their own area, but um, in an attacking sense, they don't tend to get their head on things. So uh, that's 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 the the one criticism I would put to uh, towards the team. Yeah, well, you were just alluding to there. You've you've brought in a couple of faces since last time we met uh, pre Christmas, uh, and uh, with that nil nil draw, um, obviously uh, Randall Williams and uh, Alundalu. Um and and I've also seen. I don't know if I'm right in saying, you, uh, obviously. In Everett's also looking at strengthening, maybe even before the weekend. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's some murmurings of, of players that could potentially be, be coming in. Uh, I don't know too much about who who that could be. I was made aware it could be an attacker, a loan signing, perhaps. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure until it's uh, signed on the dotted line. What I would say <laughs> is that the, the, the boys came in from, from Cheltenham, from Southampton. Obviously, was on loan at Cheltenham. Looks at a real handful. Uh, real physical player. Um, in fact, he went for a he went for a sort of duel where a Portsmouth player at the weekend. And he just just the Portsmouth guy just bounced off him, almost fell into the into the touchline. <laughs> so he he he'll be a handful for the for uh, whoever's lining up against him uh, on Saturday. And like I say, Charles is just a pest uh, up front. Uh, he doesn't give uh, defenders a moment's peace. So he'll be bobbing about there, um, just uh, causing havoc and trying to chase lost causes and all that sort of thing. But, yeah, certainly he's looking to strengthen. Uh, and historically, uh, January windows have proved really beneficial for Bolton in the last couple of seasons. In League Two, 
It really galvanised them, bringing in quality players. I think Kieran Lee was one of them, and they went on a, a great run and what, uh, got promoted automatically uh, from League Two. And then last season, uh, they brought in uh, some real quality, as we all touched on, but Varson was the one of the, a number of players that came in. Kel Dempsey was another one. Uh, and they had a great run, and the league almost finished too early for them because they were on, started building up a head of steam, but then uh, they just... Uh, uh, the league was obviously uh, ended before they could uh, really climb up the league, if you like. So uh, they've started well this season. They've had a really good first half of the season. So if they can recruit, uh, finish off the window stronger than they entered, then I really fancy them to go on and cement that place in the in the playoffs. Or as Will Ameson said uh, last week, Callum, they're not giving up on the automatics. I know that you know, it likes uh, uh, Plymouth and uh, Ipswich, isn't it, that's up there? Uh, alongside them at the moment. Uh, sorry, it was at Sheffield Wednesday and the Ipswich are up there, obviously fighting it out for the top yeah, two. Plymouth Pl- uh, are also up there as well, yeah. So the three of them yeah, are, but, they're being uh, attacked yeah. by both of us. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But uh, certainly amongst the players, they're not giving up on the, on the automatics, which is uh, which is interesting. So, uh, yeah, certainly plenty of football to be, to, to be played. But, um, yeah, Bolton historically usually do strengthen in January. So I'd expect one or two more new faces to come in. Whether they come in before... Saturday remains to be seen, though. No. Well, just looking at the uh, this weekend's uh, tie and, and, and the way Ian Everett's kind of not reformed Bolton since that, uh, the, obviously since the run's been going, but what, what do you see as the, the, the key identified, that style of play that he really pushes? Obviously, you said he's resolute. Is it more of a direct style of play uh, that we can expect to see on Saturday at Pride Park, obviously being away from home and not having the home advantage that you had? Christmas time for, for that nil-nil draw? Um, or do you see it obviously slightly altering uh, for this game? No, I, I don't think so. He likes to play it from the back. Um, uh, Everett Ball, they call it uh, here at Bolton. <laughs> he likes it. It's, it's, it's really easy on the eye and it's uh, fantastic to watch when, when, when things come off. They've scored some brilliant team goals lately. Um, most recently that one, uh, Owen Toll scored it at the weekend. There was one at Barnsley recently where... Uh, it was like 20-odd passes or, or have you. There was one against Salford in, in the uh, Papa John's Trophy, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. Or it wasn't that. I can't remember where it was. I think it was one of the cup competitions, I think, uh, and there was 30-odd passes. But um, that's what he prides himself on, is this uh, uh, entertaining football, fast-moving, uh, involving the whole team. Um, but, however, the, the Bolton pitch has been... Uh, to put it bluntly, awful of late. It really is in, in bad nick. They are replacing it in the summer. Um, however, it's really affecting how they're, how they're playing at the moment. And I asked the manager this uh, last weekend and I asked him if they're going to, if he's changing up and they're going more direct. And he says not it's not necessarily going direct and, and just hoofing it up to the to the strikers, but it's just uh, not take not being as brave, not taking as many risks in terms of the, the short tippy tappy passes amongst the players, so that they are going longer, but it's not necessarily direct. So on the, the derby surface, I'm not too sure what your pitch is like, Calum. I'm sure it's a lot better <laughs> than Bolton's, right enough, but uh, I think that might suit Bolton to come to... It's a big pitch, isn't it? So yeah. um, I fully expect to, to, to go revert back to uh, lots of passes in amongst the... Bolton like to dominate possession, so... It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure Derby will want to be uh, imposing their game on Bolton as well. So uh, it might be a, 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 one for looking at the midfield. Uh, whoever dominates that may see that the team go on and win. 
Well, yeah, well, our midfielder at the present are currently a, a three that's been unchanged for for a while: Connor Horahan, Max Bird, and uh, Jason Knight uh, has kind of revolutionised that that midfield three. Um, obviously, he wasn't really present in that in that game before Christmas, um, mm-hmm. and he's kind of um, pushed forward that forward pressing motion that Paul One really really likes and putting teams under pressure. So. We could really see a clash of styles this weekend, uh, in my in my point point of view, yeah. with uh, your team and, and Bolton looking to play out from the back and and us to put under immense pressure and, and trying to force the issue and, and obviously with a home crowd look, looking at probably twenty six twenty seven thousand behind them yeah. um, and a good Bolton uh, following, it should be a cracking atmosphere and a cracking game by the sounds of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. The Bolton midfielder. Like I said, Aaron Morley and, and Kyle Dempsey have been playing together. They've sort of strung up a, a really decent partnership together. So I imagine those two will start the game and, and it's likely that Kieran Lee uh, will just sit in uh, in front of them. But um, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think whoever wins that sort of wins the game, if if you like. But like I say, again, the wing-backs are huge for Bolton as well. They, they like to bomb forward. Connor Bradley loves to... Uh, uh, sprint into the box when 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 they're on a, on an attack. In fact, he scored six or seven goals, I think, this season. He's another one that could have had double figures already. Uh, the amount of chances he's had. Uh, Randall Williams, as I mentioned, likes to, to bomb forward as well. So um, it could be a right open game uh, as well. That's how it was so surprising. It was 0-0 the last <laughs> game at uh, Bolton, um, considering the, the, the attacking uh, players on display. But uh, yeah, something's got to give. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like you say, that the atmosphere, especially down down there at Pride Park, it's, it's a right cracking atmosphere when the, the crowd get going. So, um, I'm sure it's going to be quite something on on Saturday afternoon. No, no, and I said from a neutral um, on paper, it's probably the, one of the games of the weekend. Yeah. It's just whether one of the, whether that comes to fruition or if we're going to see uh, another nil nil draw. Um, so what <laughs> what we'll, we'll do? Uh, just going towards uh, obviously come and bring it towards a close. Um, do you see um, Bolton um, and really the, the the club? Obviously, his aspirations of going up. Do you see them sticking around the playoffs or uh, and? really like trying to cement that top six finish uh from now obviously now we're in january going into the back end of the season or do you or do you see the club really looking at trying to actually really go for the top two as you were, you were kind of alluding to a little bit earlier yeah yeah i think top two is maybe just a bit too much of a, an ask for them uh however i do think they'll cement their place uh, in the top six i know there's a little bit of a gap just now between the uh, i think peterborough and seventh aren't they uh, but a lot can change between now and, and and the end of the season, of course. But the way they're playing at the moment and they're coming on to form, as I touched on, they usually get stronger after January as well. They seem to have got through that that festive period, that tough run of games, uh, including Derby in there, and they've came out uh, with some some really decent results. So uh, they've got a lot of momentum behind them. I think, like I said before, both teams, I think will be in the playoffs come the end of the season. This might not be the, the last time they'll meet each other, I think. Uh, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I don't think that the automatics for me, if they made the automatics, it would be an absolutely incredible uh, run they'd have to go on. Um, I'm not entirely sure they can do that, um, but I certainly think that the playoffs are are, are more than achievable where they are uh, at the moment, which would be a, a great achievement, I think, for Bolton this season. Last season was all about consolidation, uh, and after coming up from, from League Two, 
and they've pushed on season after season. Uh, the, the main goal, Ian Evert has, has said before, is Dream is to uh, guide them back into the, the, the Premier League. Uh, I'm sure Derby are the same. Uh, it feels like two, League One is very much, there's so many big clubs in there at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. And yeah. Derby and Bolton are, are certainly two clubs that uh, shouldn't be in League One. They're at least Championship sides, if not Premier League sides. So uh, hopefully the two of them can have uh, successful seasons from here on in. No, no, exactly that. Uh, and uh, just on a, a, a lighter note, if it's slightly pushing away from uh, this weekend's game, obviously you'd work with uh, not just Bolton, but also uh, Rangers. And obviously Derby fans might be slightly interested to maybe get some information on how Tom Lawrence is really getting on up there. Has he been doing all right? Obviously he has had some injury issues, I believe. Yeah, uh, well, so. I'd, I'd love to say he's tearing it up, Callum. Uh, and he <laughs> was up until the end of August when he, he suffered an injury. Uh, and he's been out since then. Uh, so it's, 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 it's Rangers fans would love to see him back. Um, he really, he really sort of, uh, he really started like a train. Uh, he was terrific for Rangers up until that injury. Um, and they've really missed him. There's no doubt about, about it. Um, the manager actually said, uh, gave an update in his press conference uh, and he said that he doesn't know when he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he had a sort of, uh, a bit of discomfort uh, in his recovery uh, and he's going through some individual rehab. So who knows uh, when he'll be <laughs> back. I'm sort of writing the season off. If you see him before the end of the season, then it's a bonus. But um, yeah, it's really unfortunate because like I say, I've seen him, I've seen him twice for Derby. Uh, I'm sh- I should have seen him in another game and another, another game at Pride Park. I'm sure it was an FA Cup tie uh, and he was terrific. Uh, and I was really excited at them signing them in the summer, especially on, on a free. Um, but unfortunately, he's just been plagued by injury. He, he had injury issues at Derby as well, was that right? Yeah, he had a, a couple of, I think it was ankle injuries mostly. Um, yeah. And uh, and it wasn't really uh, something that could really escape him. It kind of always was there in the background that everyone knew about. Yeah. Um, so no, so it, it's a shame to hear, but hopefully it'll come back on and uh, with uh, maybe next season and, and really take on uh, that that transfer that he really deserved uh, and playing yeah. Champions League football and European football. Um yeah. so just to 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 end uh the uh, the pods uh just a very quick score prediction for this weekend how, how do you see it going? <laughs> I'm not going to sit on the fence uh, I'm sorry <laughs> to all the derby fans out there but I'm going for 2-1 Bolton. But listen I think I think it'll be a, a a cracking game really looking forward to it both teams like we touched on in, in great form. Uh, but I've got to go Bolton, don't I? Um, so, uh, yeah, fancy Bolton with, by the odd goal. Right, I'll do a reverse one. I'll go 2-1 Derby and uh, we'll, we'll see see how that goes. No, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Derek. Uh, it's been a, a great chat. And uh, if anyone wants who's listening wants to go and uh, listen to uh, you uh, more, more re- obviously, frequently, how can they find you? Um, well, yeah, if uh, any Bolton fans out, I, I don't imagine there'll be many to, uh, listening <laughs> in, but uh, yeah, 96.5 Bolton FM is, is, is where you can uh, watch and listen to the, the Bolton matches. Uh, if you've got a Rangers persuasion, then I work for a company called the Rangers Review, so uh, we have uh, we cover Rangers extensively, and you can find us on, on YouTube and on Twitter and Facebook uh, at Rangers Review 55, so you can, you can find us there. Uh, if you like your, your Scottish football and your, and your Rangers chat or your, your Tom Lawrence updates, which uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately are few and far between at the moment. I don't think we'll be seeing them for quite a while. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Brilliant. No, appreciate it, Derek. And uh, as I say, everyone who's listening, thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter um, at Rams Talk Pod. 
uh, or you can listen to us on all audio platforms um, on Spotify and uh, Apple Pods, wherever you find your and listen to your platforms nowadays. Uh, as I say, thanks for uh, coming on, Derek, and uh, good luck on Saturday. Cheers, Callum. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.